Attending med school can be tough. It is, as people describe it, one hell of a bullshit ride. So how do we survive as medical students? Med talks, med life, med crisis. Hear it all on MedCast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of MedCast. I'm still your host, Ara, and still with me is our co-host, Alexa, because we are doing a third installment of Kwentuhang PGI. Thank you so much for all your responses and your feedback. You guys motivate this series, actually. And this week, we are featuring a new set of hospitals, a new set of guest doctors. We've learned so much in the past weeks. Our guest doctors have given us a lot of insights, and they've shared their unique experiences in their respective hospitals. And we hope that this episode will help you out in reaching a decision for internship. It's a fun way nga daw to approach um, this decision of ours. Hindi na daw sila masyado nag-existential crisis for, each, for picking out a um, PGI hospital. Before we introduce our guest doctors for this episode, I want to ask you, Alexa, how is your productivity streak this December? Ayun, uh, minsan, syempre, pag wala yung coffee, like in our first episode, uh, minsan talaga pagka magulo yung, yung space natin, parang feeling ko cluttered din yung, yung utak ko. So, kailangan na yusin muna natin yung ating... Um, online class setup before anything else. Ang hirap kasi mag, maging productive ngayong season na malamig and holiday season. Parang We're... ano, parang hindi na yata. <laughs> De, parang hindi na yata online class related yan, Ara. <laughs> We're occupied with our, spending time with our families and our friends, catching up, even through, you know, distancing because of the pandemic. But, even though we may struggle with this online learning setup, there are certain things that you can add to your workspace to spice up the productivity. And for this part, I want to introduce everyone to Good Omen because they can help you in that productivity streak. They offer all things cute, such as planner organizers with zip pouches that can fit your passport and organize your bills. They have colors in pink, blue, gray, yellow, black, and purple. So, and daming pagpipili and the colors. And not only that, their products can also be personalized, which, since it is December, it makes it the perfect gift for the holiday season. They don't only offer you organizers, they also sell laptop mats, mouse pads, alcohol holders, leather envelopes, and their jute yoga mats. So if you're interested in these products, go check them out over at Instagram. Their handle is at goodomen.home and elevate your productivity this holiday season. So let's not prolong it any further. Let's introduce our guests for this week. So for our first doctor, it's Dr. Vincent Bernal from the University of Santo Tomas Hospital. Up next, we have Dr. Camille Jurelia from Makati Medical Center. And next, we have Dr. Ping Diza from Philippine General Hospital. We also have Dr. R.V. Villanueva from Tondo Medical Center. Ayan. So now that we have all introduced our doctors, let's dive right into it. So 
first question, doctors, is what motivated your decision in choosing your hospital? Um, sige, start muna tayo. Ladies first. Um, Doc Camille. Okay, alam ko medyo cheesy, pero when you're choosing the and the hospital hospital you want to intern at, parang you have to take into consideration your long-term goals talaga. So, not everyone knows syempre what specialization you want, pero siguro envision where you want to practice the future, if private or public. And then um, look at the residency programs then that they offer. So, I think after going through med and clerk, clerkship, sana may idea ka na like what um specialty you want. So you look na lang what the requirements are, yung mga accreditation ng hospital, and then ayun. So for me, since I live na in Makati, so uh, syempre consideration na din yun like um, where you live, um, I want to pri- practice in a private hospital, and I had an idea, I wanted to go into Pedia kasi. So I'm doing Pedia residency now. Yeah. So, <laughs> ayun. So, you know, parang everything just fit and it made sense na makatimad na yung first place ko. And, ayun, thankfully, still here. <laughs> what about uh, Dr. Vince? When, you know, matching season started and everything, I already had an idea as to what, like, what Camille said na it would be good if you had an idea what specialization you want to go into, right? Mm-hmm. My major, the major factor um, that I considered was I would want to go into in the hospital where I envisioned myself to be a resident at, and that was in UST. So at that time, I was considering, Sabiko, I really wanted to go into Ofta. My dad's an ophthalmologist, actually. He graduated from UST residency. And Saviko, you know, if fate permits, then hopefully I can get into UST of the residency as well. So, yun yung main factor. But aside from that, a lot of other factors I took into consideration as well. Um, so, siguro in choosing a internship program, it's, it's very important that you um, recognize your weaknesses and strengths, diba? So, in my case, um, kasi ako in, after one year that in preparation for the board exams, um, kinakailangan marami kang matutunan. Well, that's for me. Okay, so, um, so, sabi sa upper batches po then who also um, had their internship in PGH. So, hindi pala joke yung marami talaga sila nakikitang cases. And um, true enough, yung mga nakikita mong cases doon, um, it helps you become a very good doctor in the future. And not only that, of course, it also helps you in preparing for your board exams after one year. So yeah, so essentially that is um, one, you know, one point on why I consider PGH. I, I know that there are also some considerations like for example, distance from the home. But I think it will all go back to what I mentioned earlier that you need to know your um, strengths and weaknesses and, and also know your priorities. Because for example, the main consideration mo lang is distance or the main consideration mo lang is ayoko ng toxic, gusto ko ng benign. Okay? It's actually a very, very poor way to gauge or to make a decision on which internship program you're going to get into, diba? Una-una, nakaka-ana siya, um, it's very stereotypical 
diba? you actually don't know what to expect really in internship but based on feedback diba um dun mo lang malalaman talaga kung babagay ka talaga doon so i'm not saying that pgh is of course the number one choice it will also always depend on the student diba kung saan niya sa tingin siya mag-thrive okay so in my case yeah yun nangyari sa akin so yeah para ba i made the right decision for myself so yun yeah so um i chose uh, Tonga Medical Center as my hospital of choice for internship first of all kasi diba when you're a fresh grad from medicine the ultimate goal would be of course passing the boards diba yeah So you would want the hospital that is conducive for learning, diba? And for me kasi, uh, it starts with culture. Uh, what do I mean by that? Um, sobrang bait kasi ng mga tao sa Tondo, ano mo yun, from the NAs to the nurses, to the mm-hmm. residents, to the consultants, even the big bosses. Na they're all approachable. You know, you're not afraid to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Kasi paano ka ba matututo, di ba, when you ask questions? So you're more eager to learn. At the same time, you get to see a lot of cases. Kasi nga tondo, eh. tondo medical. Ang daming mm-hmm. pasyente talaga. Let's try to dive into more specific things about your hospitals. So could you tell us what the schedule is like um, in your hospitals, Dr. Camille? During our batch, we would have um, parang Cinderella R. So like mm-hmm. around 12 12 a.m. to 6 a.m., we'd be allowed to rest. Pero, syempre, depends on the rotation. And then, if toxic, you still help out the residents. And then, usually, roles ng interns, you do paperwork, census, abstracts, di naman yun nawawala. And then, um, we would help in some bedside procedures and then scrub in to help residents sa OR and sa ER then. And, yun naman, nothing, that's the usual lang naman. We'd also have um, interns okay, hours yeah. for every rotation, every week. And then, the um, department in charge of interns, we would have uh, monthly reviews and parang practice exams for the board. So, yeah. For UST, we follow the standard every three-day rule. Parang on the first day, the pre-duty day, you get an eight-hour shift. So that's from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then on day two, you have your duty day, which lasts for 24 hours. And then the third day, luckily for interns, unlike clerks before, na interns get the third day off. Yung, in, yung clerks kasi before, when I took my clerkship sa ano, UST, we still had an additional... Ano ba yun, Camille? No? Four hours yun, di ba? Parang hanggang lunchtime ata tayo yun, di ba? Tama ba? So parang hindi true from. Diba? Yeah, hindi siya true from. from. Yeah. Sa internship at UST, ayun, usually it's eight hours, 24 hours, and third day off, and then you repeat the schedule. Depending on where you're rotating at, different departments have different specific schedules. Like, for example, mm-hmm. when I was rotating in OB, instead of going on duty for the whole 24 hours we had a two-hour break sometime between 5 p.m and 7 p.m on our duty day but for more toxic rotations like for example internal medicine lalo na pag sa pay division kami nag-rotate 
sometimes the 24-hour duty isn't really enough to address everything that happened during your duty. Sometimes you still have to stay during your from during your from duty day to help out. Um, more often than not, you would have backlogs, and it, it, it's very department specific. But in general, we follow the three-day rule, which is pre-duty from eight hours, twenty-four hours, and off. We also have rotations in minor services, like, um, like for example, we have rehab, we have radio, ENT, and OFTA, and they don't really re- require that much time. Yun nga lang, you know, swertihan na lang talaga siya as to how toxic it can get sa sa duty day mo eh. But yeah. on a scale of 1 to 10, I think in comparison to other hospitals, like mga nababalitaan ko from mga iba kong kakilala who went to other hospitals, I would say it's about a solid maybe 6, 6.5, ganun. If 10 is the most toxic. Same with Vince, parang department specific. I don't know, like especially sa mga those with a lot of procedures, kunwari sa OB or sa OR, um, honestly, ang daming, like, the whole day yan, nakaline up yung procedure. So, you know, um, decking sa scheduling, minsan you don't get to eat on time. Pero, um, sa other rotations naman, kunwari sa community namin, was really chill, so we had a lot of downtime. Uh, depends talaga on the rotation. But I think naman, di naman kami super lagari sa, ano, we still had time to rest, time to study, so... I don't think you should super stress yourself out na siguro studying for the boards kasi honestly enough na yung review period yung after internship and before boards kasi parang naka-dedicate ka naman to studying at the time eh. but then kunwari if you do have the time okay lang but then I don't think you should parang super stress yourself out na kailangan mo na mag-review during internship kasi you get to see kunwari the cases mas maaalala mo sila while studying for boards. Oh yeah, I saw this procedure or may ganitong yung patient na nakita ko. Hindi naman necessarily na nagbabasa ka na or like nag-memorize ka na at the time. So, up to you din as a person. So, yun. There's a big difference eh. There's a big difference between a clerk and an intern that we that you won't really be able to understand until you get there. Because when you're an intern, the residents really trust you more. They trust you more. So, yeah, uh, they trust you more and you, it, it's your chance. It's your chance to to see the different cases in the hospital, to see how the hospital works, mm-hmm. to see how patients, how patients get treated. Ganyan, lahat. So, as mm-hmm. for, I, I think what I'm trying to drive at is more of internship is more of like learning how the hospital works. It's not um, really observing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not more of see. Well, of course, you know, uh, you can never put aside the academics because it's really important to study. But I personally allotted my internship for observing, seeing how things get done. So I I have that two months to prepare for the for the board exam. Well, you know, the extension because of the rescheduling of the exam. But I agree with Camille when she said that the time allotted prior to the board exam after your internship would be more than enough to pass. But 
um, I don't think this is, I don't think everyone will agree with me because a lot of people would want to talk to boards. I know. Oh. <laughs> God, I was, I was so happy that I just passed, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, well, that's my advice. There is a stereotype, I'm not sure if you are familiar, that exists na in PGH daw, as in, basahan daw yung mga interns, as in, very <laughs> gamit na gamit, toxic na toxic. So with that in mind, I'd like to ask you, what really is the schedule um, in your hospital? In terms of schedule, it, there's really um, no particular schedule. Um, what you call is there are certain hours pa rin na medyo matagal, merong ta- staggered na time pa rin for, for what you call is for duty hours. Okay, um, we don't really go on 36-hour duties, um, pero we have staggered duties. Like you ha- um, you will be given um, usually like a uh, one, three, one to three-hour breaks um, throughout the time of your duty. So you will be able to freshen up, diba? If you want to rest and sleep, go ahead, diba? So, ang, ako kasi, ang, nung time na yun, ay nag, nag-dorm ako malapit sa hospital. So, it was an advantage for me kasi I didn't have to go way back kung saan man ako nakatira, diba? Para lang magpahinga and maubos yung oras ko lang sa kakabiyahe. So, yeah. Um, in terms of hours, um, Mahabang, mahabang hours pa rin siya. <laughs> okay. Um, there are some departments who are very strict with 12 hours na duty. Um, like in internal medicine, they are very strict with that. So 12 hours um, pay and 12 hours din ang, ang duty. Okay. Um, and I'm not so sure if nagbago ang, ang post, ang post duty. Um, kung meron silang post na on, when they're from Okay, pero sa pagkakaalala ko is um, 12 hours usually um, internal medicine, strictly. For the rest of the rotations, depende. Um, yan, you could have staggered hours um, and you could have numerous posts actually throughout the time that you are on duty. So for example, if you are in, um, if, you're, if you're a duty intern, for example, in... Um, what do you call this, in media, for example, um, pwede kang magkaroon ng three posts in one duty schedule. Um, eh, pero na napuputol yun into um, specific hours. Okay, so um, sa pagkakaalala ko, ang parang schedule ko nung time na yun is, uh, OPD ako in the morning and then I need to go home rest and tapos babalik ako ng gabi. This is a duty schedule. Uh, what do you call this? For an ER post. And then uwi ulit ako and then have a post-duty post on um, OPD until half day and then uwi na ako. So yun. Pero kasi, um, like I said, um, for me, it's not really a disadvantage. Those long hours um, because you need to see it for me. This is just me. Ah, kasi syempre, everyone cannot think like me, okay? Or be, um, paano ba? Parang ito yung priority in life, di ba? Um, yeah. Pero as for me, siguro, in terms of the aspect of you are in training, maganda that you are exposed to those kinds of opportunities because from the time that you want to, for example, do moonlighting, 
gusto mo siya gusto mo mag-moonlight ayaw mo muna mag-residency kailangan may baon ka di ba so kung hindi mo nakita yung case na yan during your internship um or during your clerkship it you're going to put your patient in harm di ba ma-harm mo yung patient mo and Diba? It will defeat them, our main goal as physicians, diba? So, yun lang yung sa akin. Um, I, you don't see it as, yun nga, parang basahan or long hours. See it as challenges for you. See it as opportunities for you to learn, diba? Kasi you only have one year. And then after that, you're all on your own, diba? Given that you passed the board exams. So, yun. Yeah. So, Our schedule is uh, every three, so that's pre-duty, pre-duty, and from duty. So mm-hmm. when you're pre-duty, of course you're seven to five, and then your duty is ano lang twelve hours. It's either your AM duty or PM duty, and then when you're from duty, depende sa department. Yung iba nagpapawin ng twelve, yung iba hanggang five talaga, even earlier. So if you could tell us like what are the advantages and disadvantages of being an intern in your hospital. Um ang pinaka advantage for me in Tondomed is um madaming cases so yung clinical eye mo makakasak talaga. Like for example nasa ER kami before this was during my surgery rotation. Uh alam na agad alam na namin agad if pare may appendicitis to. May AP walk. Alam na, alam na namin. Kasi ilang beses na, like, for example, sila, or kami before, nag admit kami ng mga 5 to 7 na APs per day. So, talagang mamamaster mo na the consultants are very pro-interns. They would teach you. And then, every week, meron kaming interns hour. So, um, yung council ng Tondo PGI yung nagsiset nun. Meron kami mga lectures. So, depende na kung sino available na consultant. Mm-hmm. So, it's a mixture of um, seeing the patient from, alam mo yun, reading about it, pag-uwi mo. Mm-hmm. Kaya, well, aside sa 12 hours duty, advantage yun. Uh, ang pinaka-disadvantage nung for me is it's not Uh, easily accessible to everyone. Nasa ano kasi siya eh, sa may balot, tundo, if you're familiar, yung panabotas, medyo malayo siya. And, uh, yung food din, pag duty kasi yung intern, may food naman, pero pag hindi ka duty, wala. So, yung food choices mo around the area, hindi siya ganun ka dami. Unlike if you're interning in Cereyes, madami, yeah. GH, madami. So, yun lang yung pinaka-disadvantage. Um, for me, I think the main advantage uh, of interning at Makati Med is that you get to see ideal management for patients. So, what you learn theoretically, parang it's what they practice at the hosp- hospital. So, since um, the hospital affords like all the technology, different specialists, the resources, um, it's really good to see theoretical put into practice talaga. And then, Makati Med is one of the one of three JCI accredited hospitals in the country. So JCI is um Joint Chamber International. It's an accreditation body evaluates hospitals if they are up to par globally the standards of healthcare and patient safety. So you can really say that the standards are competitive on a global scale. 
for so for disadvantages, so I'd have to say I mentioned earlier nga parang it's not as hands-on as some people would like compared let's say to a public hospital or a training hospital because example lang you want to go into a surgical field usually uh, residents would let you assist them talaga sa mga public hospitals so you get to do it yourself pero sa Makati Med since like we have very high standards there's really like a lot of supervision and you don't get to experience uh, doing the procedures yourself as much because they're very meticulous about those things. And then since nga accredited, they're strict about levels of involvement. Ayun. So I think it's just about um, what you're looking for din naman, what the advantages and disadvantages are at the hospital. For UST hospital, advantages and disadvantages. I guess for me, uh, the biggest advantage I saw was the division between a private and a um, charity division. So in the private division, everything is closely supervised by consultants. And of course, you would imagine that they would that the private division would have the consultant's private patients. A big advantage is that you get to see the consultant. You actually, well, you're there, you get to go with them on their rounds. Um, of course, medyo hands off kasi patient. Kasi, kasi, you know, patient, private patient. Yeah, it's mostly the residents doing a lot of the more invasive procedures. It's not that we don't get to do anything, but it's very limited. So, okay. um, I, like, USC consultants, most of them, are very, they're very willing to teach. Yeah, I, I found out that they were willing to teach back in clerkship. And sabi ko parang, I think my internship would be good if I had my professors as my consultants, as my attendings in the pay division. I get to go on rounds with them, see them actually doing the theoreticals that they teach us. And it was a really good experience. Another thing is that when we get to rotate to the clinical division, although the clinical division is mainly managed by the residents and there would be a lot more patients, then that is that was the opportunity for us to get our hands down and dirty with the patients. Like we got, we got to do a lot more procedures. We got to supervise the patients. We got to actually, in some instances, we got to discuss with some of the residents as to the best management procedures for the patients. And one big thing is that the charity division does really well, it really did open my eyes as to how uh, healthcare differs between social classes. Of course, sometimes we have charity patients now, you know, very limited new funds and they can only go for so many procedures. And it was an eye-opening experience. So I think that would be, a, for me, one of the biggest advantages that I found in UST. A disadvantage in UST, uh, the, the biggest disadvantage in UST, even if we have a clinical division, hindi ganun karami yung patients. Like in comparison to government hospitals wherein there are so many patients, sometimes nga lang, there could be so many patients na it's hard to keep track of. Um, in UST, there weren't that many patients. So... I wouldn't say that my experience was lacking, but 
it was more of limited. In nga lang, some rotations, like for example, our OBG rotation, they send us out eh, to Tondo. And sa Tondo, ang daming, ang daming patients talaga, ang daming OBG patients. And I took that opportunity to really just get into it. Just really manage the patient as how I would. Ayan. So I guess that's a disadvantage. May charity, pero hindi ganun karami patients. What can you benefit from, siguro? Yun al- I think that's the more correct um, hmm. question as interns. Is yun nga, quote-unquote learnings. Our consultants there kasi, um, all of them are all affiliated, of course, with the University of the Philippines. And um, priority rin kasi talaga ang academics mo. Even though that you are... Um, on duty during that time you are you, you are even if you are in ER okay at your post at ER you will be pulled out okay as long as there is um, an academic requirement like for example a lecture um, a webinar okay anything anything that you will learn from you will be pulled out from your post pangalawa yung consultants yung consultants no or consultants rather in PGH they really teach as in, um, makikita mo sila sa loob ng hospital. I remember when I was in internal medicine, I'm sorry, I keep on going back to internal medicine. Kasi, um, kasi kututusin, talagang sila yung, um, paano ba? I would say that they are the department that really, I've learned a lot from them. Okay, because it was really a challenge na parang ma-intimidate ka with internal medicine. No, wag ma-intimidate with internal medicine. But, you know, Nakakatawa when you do service rounds with your senior, with your consultant, with your with your um, senior resident, and with, with your um, other residents as well, as well as your service mates who are interns and clinical clerks, diba? Um These are not just rounds na parang um, masabing na grounds lang, parang ganun. You will be really challenged by your um, service consultants, by your, by your teachers rather, for example, um, in my case, um, when I was in IM, um, I keep on receiving patients who are pulmonology cases. So I've I've handled a case of hamartoma, a case of pulmonary tuberculosis, a case of pneumonia, a case of pleural effusion. Halos lahat ng pulmonary mong posibleng pulmo case is very well-rounded. Yeah. Na sa akin, okay. And then, um, nataon then that my service consultant was a pulmonologist. So, every time we do a service rounds, lagi ako natatanong because my case is always a pulmo case. So, yeah, yeah it, it was, of course, parang nerve-wracking kung isipin mo kasi syempre, sino ba naman na hindi kakabahan tatanungin ka ng consultant tungkol sa management mo sa pasyente, di ba? Or tungkol sa status na ng pasyente. But, then again, kung isipin mo, pag tumagal, paulit-ulit, yung lights criteria, nasa likod na lang ng utak mo yun eh. Alam mo yun, yung ma... Oh, it, it's really <laughs> beneficial to you. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you get my point? Um, yes. in, in other... In other, what do you call this? In other departments, especially the the big ones, the, the major ones, like surgery, for example. General surgery um, is a six-week rotation wherein you really have different subspecialties. And as an intern, kasi, ang maganda doon, priority ka um, as an intern. 
sa subspecialty cases. So, for example, if the case is a TCVS case, or um, the case is, for example, a pediatric surgery case, uh, one of the one of the um, surgeries that I was able to assist in is a CASAI procedure for biliary atresia, TCVS for cabbage, and on neurology for a um, removal of a um, seminoma. So right there and then palang, makikita mo na kaagad yung benefit for you because not all institutions are able to do that. Diba? Hindi nila mabibigay yung uh, opportunity sa'yo to learn right there inside that OR. This case, makikita mo siya. Diba? You'll be able, kahit nagre-retract ka lang dyan. The point is, your consultants there, your surgeons who are there, they're actually teaching you. Lahat na ng basic anatomy na pwedeng tanongin sa'yo, na pwedeng lumabas ng boards, tatanong sa'yo in that one hour, you know, OR schedule. So, siguro in terms of benefits, yun. Hindi pwedeng matatapos ka sa PGH na wala ka natutunan. Na malayo ka na sa pagiging clear. Yun yung siguro masasabi ko na advantage to. Siguro the next question for me would be, you know, we're, we're in COVID times now. And mm. it's very uncertain the things that could happen, say, next year or ako, clerk ako ngayon, when, when we graduate, mm-hmm. we become interns. So mm-hmm. how do you think this whole pandemic will affect the internship proper? And how do you think us future interns should feel about it? Actually, <laughs> natatawa nga rin ako minsan dyan eh. Kasi um, I see memes <laughs> na parang nag-through and through yung pag-insert ng IV cannula <laughs> yung mga ganun because they don't have face-to-face rotations because yeah. of COVID, diba? Um, in terms of PGH kasi um, they already started their um, face-to-face no November 26 already. So the interns are already back in the hospitals. But siguro ako ang um, masasabi ko, syempre we don't know. Siyempre, we all have our expectations with regards to, you know, the pandemic, di ba? But as future physicians kasi, it's part of it, eh. Di ba? It's part yes. of everything that you are studying. It's part of your preparation. It's part of everything talaga that you are working for for the longest time. So siguro, how would you feel about it? Siguro parang normal na tao lang na matakot. Oo, pwede ka matakot, pwede ka ma-anxious. Pero don't be defeated by it. Yun yung masasabi ko sa inyo. Kasi kahit ako right now, I'm doing a pre-residency right now. And kung titignan mo siya, it's like, why? Diba? Why are you doing that? Where in fact, wala namang stability in terms of the numbers pagdating sa pandemic of COVID, diba? Um, I have that I have that big risk of being exposed to to COVID, something like that. So it's it still applies, diba? Na ganun yun. Um, as a doctor, diba? Or, or rather as a physician, it is very important that you um, you know your goals, you know your um, you know yourself, diba? And you know your priorities. Do you want to be the type of physician lang na clinics lang? clean words lang. There's no, nothing wrong with that. Alam mo yun? There's really mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Diba? But if you are also that type of you know, physician who 
uh, hindi naman sumusugod sa battle. I mean, we're not stupid, di ba? I mean, we're prepared. But then again, yun nga, let's just be, ako, advice ko sa inyo, maximize everything. Because right now, that I don't know in your, in your university kung how, how are they plan to deal with your clerkship, But if you are given the opportunity to go back to the hospitals and have your clinical rotations, by all means, ako, as long as you'll be kept safe, grab it, di ba? Because that is the opportunity wherein you will learn, di ba? Lalong-lalo na yan that you are clinical clerks, di ba? Hindi pwede na everything is theoretical for you. Because syempre, hindi lang naman yun yung magiging basis mo, di ba? I mean... You can only do that through experience, through training, diba? Which, measure right now, gray area, diba? So hopefully, pagdating ng panahon, hopefully next year, nababalitan ko, tama ba? Next year, Feb, something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's the earliest um, they're projecting it. Yeah, so go for it, go for it. As long as you guys are safe, go for it. Huwag kayong matakot. Actually, ano eh, uh, it's good to have an idea. And... Yeah. Talagang experience lang yung magpapagaling sa'yo eh. Pagpaulit-ulit mo ng ginagawa. What I would advise, you know, you guys, uh, incoming interns, mockworks is use your time wisely at home. Talagang if kaya one chapter per day, you read on. Mm-hmm. Ano mo yun? Kahit the most basic of cases. Kasi once ibalik na kayo sa hospital, magsasawa at magsasawa kayo. Yeah. Para lang, alam mo yun, literal na pagpasok mo may paon ka na. No? Kasi wala na tayong magagawa with the whole pandemic thing. Talagang hindi pa tayo sure may face-to-face. Ayaw rin naman ng mga hospitals na papasukin agad yung mga interns kasi nga yung, yung guaranteed safety medyo malabo. Mm-hmm. Diba? So, Dali sabihin, no? pero hirap ko. Totoo. <laughs> Araw-araw, one chapter per day. Pero yeah. ano eh, talagang, ganun talaga. Uh, you can read the guidelines. For example, for example, if may vaccine na, tapos, syempre, pag titingin na ulit kayo ng mga pneumonia, mga guidelines, ganun, para lang may idea kayo. So, um, for yeah. our next question, What do you think it makes internship at your hospital a unique experience? Um, wala, maganda yung work-life balance and then maganda na people really get... Kasi I think konti lang sa batch, usually sa makatimid sa interns, around 40-something lang. So konti lang kayo and then kunwari nagro-rotate ka at a certain department, parang the residents and consultants take the time to get to know your name and then... Wala, mag, I'm na willing naman sila magturo if you ask. So, I think it was a very conducive environment nga to work. And, wala, man, nakikita ko like yung self ko like in the future working there, ganun. So, work-life balance. For me naman sa USD, I think what it would, you know, uh, what makes it unique is, well, I'm not so sure about other hospitals if they... They have a similar setup, but USC Hospital is within USD. It's within the university. And as a USD pre-med and USD med graduate who took my internship at USD Hospital, for me, it, it just felt like home. And it felt like, you know, it was a, 
it was a nice environment. I got to see students. I got to see uh, med students. I got to see interns alike. And I saw my seniors, not just the residents, not just the fellows, but also like, the really old consultants. Just a wide variety of people, you know. And for me, that was something that I enjoyed. Something that, oh, it's a really wide age group I can get familiar with. So and I think that's what makes USC unique. Well, first of all, in Tondomed, kasi is, you know, Diana Sapik Hanina. Uh, medyo bihir. Ito, this is the reality behind the hospitals, especially <laughs> in Manila. It's very difficult to find a hospital na public. Kasi yung iba, syempre, gusto public. Kasi to hone your skills, mm-hmm. to see more cases, ganyan. Wala namang problema doon. But it's very difficult to find a hospital with that kind of environment. At the same time, culture, maganda. Okay. Kasi, Uh, ano ba ang laging nare-reklamo sa, sa mga news? Masungit si Doc, masungit mm-hmm. yung nurses, lagi sa public hospital. So, actually, uh, if itatrabaho na sa hospital, maintindihan mo na you cannot blame them, you cannot blame us. Kasi ang daming patients, eh, talagang tao ka lang naman, eh, hindi ba? Yeah. Mapapagod at mapapagod ka rin. Pero ewan ko ah, uh, sa tondo kasi, iba eh. Uh, kahit na matoxic kami sa ER, matoxic kami sa ward, hindi pa rin nawawala yung culture, yung professionalism ng mga tao. Mm-mm. Everybody is so approachable. Um, alam mo yun, kahit intern ka pa lang, masasabi mong you have a voice. No? Uh, this is to credit the training officer, Dr. Matubang, kasi... Uh, siya talaga yung pinaka-pro-intern sa hospitals. Na kapag talagang may problem ka, lapit ka lang sa kanya, and then the next day, mag-resolve na. <laughs> so, hinira kasi yun sa public health. This is a training officer of the hospital, ha? Kasi mm-hmm. one of the big bosses. So, bihira eh. Parang nasa family. Tapos siya yung dad mo. Tapos, ayun. Ayun lang talaga. Iba eh. Iba talaga. Kaya... I hope na may mga pipili sa tondo. <laughs> Here's the word, diversity. Okay. Um, the reason kung bakit ko sinabi yung word na yun um, is that aside from being able to um, paano ba, meet students from um, UP, Manila, kasi um, sa isang block nyo, you will be combined okay, from students from UP, and then other students from across the Philippines. So, um, specifically may block, mayroon mga nanggaling sa Mindanao, may nanggaling sa Visayas, uh, of course, sa MCR. And then, aside from being able to um, learn from PGH, you also learn from them, okay? So, yun yung um, seeing na ganito sila, um, hindi na hindi na limit yung perspectives mo de ba when it comes to managing your patients why because it was diverse yun nakita mo yung mga kung ano yung mga pinaniniwalaan ng ibang tao de ba ano pinapractice nila what is acceptable and not acceptable to them how they do things in their area because honestly when it comes to, when 
come the time that you will be handling your own patients, di ba? You don't know naman, di ba? Hindi naman lahat yan katoliko or hindi naman lahat yan same as perspective mo, di ba? And it is very good that at the end of the day, when you manage your patients, you are able to connect with them in a personal level because it helps them, di ba? Nakakatulong yan sa pagtulong mo sa kanila. Okay, because you understand what they're going through, you understand their limits, diba? And it also helps you to be able to identify a more correct management and more correct approach in helping them, diba? So yeah, if something, one word, diversity. How would it be naman from an outsider's point of view? Like, do you think these hospitals, like your hospitals, are they very particular in what the school you are coming from? So, for example, if UST ka, they, do they only accept um, also UST interns for internship? Or is it, for for example, or, for Makati Med, is it, is it basing also on schools? Wala naman silang med school, pero like, is it basing on schools as well? For UST naman, um, I don't think that, I don't think that they're too particular as to accepting a population of purely USD med graduates because in our batch we had we actually had i think one guy who graduated from a different med school it's just that the population of USD hospital is mostly USD graduates because the USC the hospital prioritizes in accepting pero hindi naman siya yung parang yung ah, dapat USD lang yung tatanggapin natin They're not exclusive naman. yeah it's not exclusive naman it's not exclusive naman sa Makati Med naman, even if konti lang, I think they get from um, different schools talaga. Like, though majority were from UST and UE, um, marami din from Lasalle, meron din from mga Cebu, Fatima, meron din. May group dito from Fatima. And then, saan pa ba? Uh-oh. Like, they, ano naman, hindi naman yun sila like, exclusively na tumatanggap from certain schools. It also depends sa interview kung talagang they see naman na willing ka na um, na you really want to apply at Makati Med and ganun. So, yun din. Wait, may, wait, may interview? <laughs> may interview? Sa, uh, sa, sa Makati Med may interview. Uh-oh. Sa USD din, may interview. Ay, ganun. Hindi <laughs> 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 kinabahan ng onte. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're already in the topic of which criteria each hospital uses, I want to get your personal opinion as to how us clerks or incoming interns should do the ranking sa INIPS. Kasi ano yan eh, parang mm, okay. it brings up a lot of anxiety na ano ba dapat yung ilagay ko sa first choice? Um, ano ba dapat yung i-reserve ko for second matching, etc. So, how do you strategize that ma- ranking sa matching? So, first, before you apply or before you choose your, your ranking sa EMIPS, as much as possible, ideally, you know, you would want to be as sure as you can when it comes to the choice of hospital. Because whether we like it or not, other hospitals are more competitive when it comes to internship application like for example during our batch if i'm not mistaken uh one of the more sought of internships was the internship at doh 
So, ito yung advice sa akin ng mga seniors ko. Sabi nila, if you really want to go for DOH, diba tatlong internship, uh, tatlong matching, or dalawa, uh, dalawa. Sabi nila, if you really decided on a very competitive hospital, what they suggest is, sa first matching mo, ilagay mo na yung hospital na gusto mo. So, mo, for example, DOH, nothing else. And then, if, let's say, for example, you didn't get in during your first matching, you try again the second matching. You go for DOH and something else. Uh, DOH and nothing else, but I mean. And if, if worse comes to worse, hindi ka na naman na match, what you can do is to try to go to the hospital and then you go for a walk-in. Like a, yeah, you ask if maybe pwede kayo tanggapin as an intern. Um, I know a couple of people who were successful in doing that. Na they were really persistent in the hospital they chose and hindi sila na-match for both the first and second matching. Pero pag walk-in nila, tinanggap sila. Yeah, that's my advice for very competitive hospitals. The high risk, high reward, balan. Yeah, it's high risk, high reward. Mm-mm. And parang if first choice na talaga the hospital you want, tapos, sure, if yun lang yung only choice mo din, makita din naman nila na parang you really want to to internet at hospital. So parang I guess plus points din yun. For sa mga atimeda, parang tinitingnan nila if kung ano yung first choice mo if my second choice is ka they're going to ask you to interview like oh why not yeah kung anong reason na bakit hindi mahati med lang yung only choice mo ganun so <laughs> medyo intense but then yun you prioritize niyo talaga the ones you want tapos be firm siguro sa decision niyo ganun well like what been said sa experience niya na nag-walk in and uh, i would like to add din pala rin uh, let's say for example ayun nga Di wana kwa yung hospital na gusto mo on the first, second, and second try. And to walk in, they say that they're not sure if they can accept you. If you really decided on that hospital, just keep on trying. So, ang pwede kasi mangyari sa is that you might start your internship late. And actually, ang mawawala lang talaga is the extra hours that you have to work to compensate for the days that you've lost. And I know a couple of people who started their internship two weeks after the official day one of internship. And they were very able to comply with the makeup hours. Naman. But in the end, uh, those people that I know still got into the hospital they wanted. They had to work a few hours, a few extra hours. But I guess, you know, mm-hmm. if you get into where you want to get at, the, I think it would be worth it. So bottom line, kung gusto mo talaga, effortan mo. Effortan mo. Kasi <laughs> maulit ka lang ng maulit, yeah. mapapagod <laughs> din sila sa'yo. <laughs> effortan mo and i-prioritize mo, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. May pinagdadaanan natin tayo, Ara. Siyempre, ano, if confident ka sa grades mo, performance mo sa med school, mm-hmm. yung talagang gusto mo yung top three. Okay. Mm-hmm. With the same priority na, yun nga, to pass the boards, syempre. Kung anong sa tingin mo yung mas conducive for learning. Ngayon, if medyo uh, hindi ka confident no, mm-hmm. sa performance mo, ganun eh, ganun din naman ako <laughs> before. 
Okay. Uh, ganun pa rin. Uh, I would suggest na yung top three mo pa rin talaga. Pero magkira ka ng isang hospital na alam mong kayang yung tumatanggap talaga ng walk-in. Mm, okay. Huwag mo muna ilagay doon. Huwag mo muna ilagay doon sa top three. Kasi ano eh, hindi naman sa you're trying to beat the system. You're just being practical about it, di ba? Yeah. Kasi if literal na top three mo yun, if hindi ka makuha sa top one, baka sa top two pwede. Kung hindi, baka sa top three. Kung hindi, magtira ka ng hospital na alam mong kaya mag-walk-in. Huwag mo na siyang ilagay doon sa, sa top three. Uh-huh. Uh, sa top three choices. So, ayun. Yun yung pinaka-basic na pwede kong ma-advise sa inyo. Pagdating sa inips. <laughs> Siguro it's, it's already the first step for you guys on um, thinking maturely. Parang ganun na lang siguro. Um, what, what do I mean by thinking mature? Sometimes kasi, ako, I've been receiving those feedback as well. Na parang, oh, PGH ba ang bet mo? Sige, yun na lang yung ilagay mo. Huwag ka na maglagay ng iba. Huwag ka na mag-second, third choice. Tapos pag hindi ka natanggap, pagdating ng second matching, ulitin mo yun, ganyan. Honestly speaking, alam mo yun, um, you don't know. You don't know whether or not you will be accepted or not. Okay? Yung, pag, yung mga sinasabing mga data na parang, oh, tumataas ang probability na matatanggap siya kasi yun lang yung nilagay niya. Uh-huh. Diba? May mga ganun, diba? Yeah. Ang question ko sa inyo, sigurado ba kayo na ganun talaga yun? <laughs> diba? Uh-huh. So, what do I mean by thinking maturely? Okay? Think, think maturely in a sense that always have a backup. Okay? Kasi hindi naman perfect second choice mo siya. Alam mo, diba? Kaya nga choice eh. It's a word choice. Pinipili mo. Diba? So, You know, if hindi ka matanggap, for example, sa first choice mo, it doesn't mean na parang pangit ang performance mo or you're less of a doctor if you think you are, di ba? No, it's not like that, di ba? Ako personally, kahit may mga nakakarating sa akin noon na OPGH na lang ilagay mo, no, finilapan ko pa rin yung tatlo. Okay? And the reason behind that is, ang akin lang, I don't want to go through the stress of umaabot ng walk-ins. Na, ano ba yan? Um, I have to um, literally go to the hospital and then submit my application and then even wait in agony na kumatatanggap ako or hindi. Parang ganun. Tapos yeah. ang, ang goal mo lang naman doon is matanggap ka sa tinatarget mo na hospital. It's, you know, it's a gamble. It's going to be a gamble for you, di ba? So if you're willing to take that gamble, then so be it. Good for you, di ba? If you're confident enough to take that gamble. But ako personally, why should I? If naniniwala naman ako that there are other institutions that um, could give me the goals, di ba? Could, me, could help me, rather, reach my goals at the end of internship, but ko kailangan i-limit, di ba? So, yun yung point ko. So, okay. My number one choice, of course, it was PGH. Because nakaset na yung goals ko eh. Diba? Yun yung gusto ko ma-achieve after one year. Not because it's PGH, but because of what PGH has to offer. But that doesn't mean that si PGH lang yun. Diba? So, second, third choice ko, nilagyan ko talaga siya. You know? 
and in siguro um god was just you know gracious enough to give me the first choice during the first matching but kung iisipin mo if it, it was other how about if it was the other way around wherein hindi hindi ganoon yung nangyari tapos wala akong lilagay na second and third choice eh dinaghahabol ka yun yung point so siguro yun yung encourage ko sa inyo when it comes to matching kasi there's nothing really that's certain diba so you as a person who is applying for an internship program engage mo diba why am i choosing this you don't just choose a second and third option just because but may pang fillers ka no that's not it because at the end of the day kapag talagang hindi ka natanggap sa first choice mo tapos naglagay ka ng quote unquote pang fillers lang madidisappoint ka talaga so you weren't mature mm-hmm. enough to make a good decision for yourself Okay, so yun yung masasabi ko. Okay, so yeah, for me, go. Ang gawin nyo, re- reassess yourself, reassess your priorities. Lista nyo kung ano yung mga gusto nyo mangyari after one year. Gusto mo ba makakita ka na maraming cases? Or gusto mo ba, um, what do you call this, um, maraming consultants na magtuturo sa akin? Do your research. Ano bang sabi ng mga upper batch? Ano bang feedback nila sa hospital na to? Diba? PJH lang ba ang nakapag-offer nito? Ay, hindi. Ay, sabi ni Upper Batch, si ganito din, itong hospital na to, ginagawa din to. Ngayon, kung swap naman, why will you limit yourself, diba? Why would you let yourself go through that process na mapapagod ka, ma-hassle ka, where in fact, yung goals mo naman, ma-reach, diba? Or maabot mo with that kind of strategy. Okay, um, so thank you so much, doctors. I'm gonna wrap this up now. And thank you to all our listeners for being with us through this series. If you want to keep updated with the podcast, be sure to check us out on all podcast platforms and follow us on Instagram at MedCastPH. So you could let us know if you have anything or anybody you would want us to feature on the show. Till then, this has been Alexa. And Ara. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.